Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Hello. I thank you again for tuning in. And I hope you're having a great week. I hope that everything is going the way that you would like it to go. And I hope that if it got off to a bad start that you can recalibrate, get complete with how things have gone and plot a new course forward in order to have a successful week. I've had incredibly intentional, I've been spending my time incredibly intentionally lately, particularly as I mentioned in the last episode, just engulfed in the electric guitar, just completely so lost in the gaining understanding of the fretboard of the guitar and the way notes are, you know, the way that there's just this, there's this mathematical perfection, this absolutely God-created geometrical mathematical sound perfection thing that exists just with music in general. I mean, music, it's, it's like... In the whole in the whole world, there's A B C D E F G, A B C D E F G A. It's that's it. Those are all the notes. And there's like the note that exists between A and B, like A sharp or A B flat. But it's like A A sharp B C B sharp C, all the way to G, and that's it in in the whole universe. Maybe there's an, an alternate universe where the notes go up to like <laughs> go up to like Z. A B C D E F G H I J T K, you know, elemental P all the way to G all the way to Z. I would like to hear what that music sounds like. That would be this is this here's a song written in the key of L. Song key written in the key of L would be a trippy ass fucking song. But when you when you start to wrap your head around musical notes in the like the key of A, for instance, it you you're like it's Im, it's Im, it's impossible. There could only there could only be this many notes. So like even going up to L, like like going up to 11, going up to L would be like impossible. Anyway, crazy shit, crazy shit happening. I'm just really, um, <clears throat> I'm just relying on the Course in Miracles more and more and more. The one I've, that I've been relying on lately is let miracles replace all grievances. And it basically said that every time you're, pissed off at somebody or something or some political affiliation you don't agree with or Donald Trump or Joe Biden or Harris or AOC or Ben Shapiro or, you know, Rush Limbaugh, whoever, like whoever or whatever, that you have an opportunity to have that either be a grievance or a miracle. And so it says it's lesson 78, let miracles replace all grievances starts off with, perhaps it is not quite clear to you that each decision you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. Each grievance stands like a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. And as you raise it up before your eyes, you will not see the miracle beyond. Yet all the while it waits for you in light, but you behold your grievances instead. And so that's me. I've just been like, oh my God, they're they're trying to take away our rights and da-da-da-da-da. And... What happens is, which they, which they are, by the way, um, which is not a laughing matter, by the way. But 
there's an opportunity there to have that be miraculous instead of uh, instead of something that I get addicted to. I get completely addicted to anger. And this is the way anger in particular works. When you get angry, if you're an angry person, when those anger chemicals are released into your system, you become very accustomed to them. You get addicted to them. You get addicted to hate, addicted to anger. And so I'm finally to the point in my development where I'm like, yep, that's anger. And that's a very, that's probably my oldest addiction is anger. And I can replace that grievance with a miracle. And in replacing the grievance with a miracle, every time I catch myself being angry, I can say, let grievances replace all miracles. Or let me, mir- <laughs> let grievances replace all miracles. Let miracles replace all, gr- that'll show you how deeply wired it is. Let miracles replace all grievances. And it's, it's this shit I mean, it is exactly what it claims to be. It truly is a course in miracles. And all a miracle is, it's a shifting of your thinking from um, your thinking being aligned with your ego, or you could even argue with the devil, or your ego being aligned with Holy Spirit or love. And every person who shows up in your experience is a mirror to reflect back to you that you've got some work to do. And... um, you know, I'm so good at pointing my finger. I mean, I'm just like, you know, people listen to this podcast, the leftists, the leftists, the fucking leftists. And before I, I didn't really switch because I didn't, it's not like I went to Trump, but there was a, this strange, peculiar kind of watershed period of my sort of political life in which I went from Trump, Trump, all those fucking Trumpers to the fucking leftists. And, and like, what's, who's the common denominator there? It's me. Fucking Dave, that fucking Dave, he's always fucking angry. He's always fucking angry, pointing his finger at something. Now, um, the reasons that I have for feeling the way I do, I believe, are very much valid. Um, The reasons that um, I have uh, for being distrustful, for instance, of the MSM are valid. That stuff didn't happen in a vacuum. But responding, meaning, um, I didn't word that correctly. Meaning that I didn't just come, I didn't just switch based on zero evidence. I didn't just, I didn't just sort of uh, turn against the media overnight. It was a very long, gradual process um, based on just sort of seeing the way information was presented. And then I just started to kind of pay attention to some of my friends who I knew weren't stupid. I, some of my friends I knew were like angry, but I knew they weren't stupid. And so I kind of started to, it, it was almost like the, the George Costanza thing, Costanza, where George just, he, he tries to implant his head into the mind of the girl he's trying to date, Costanza, and uh, by Menin, and just like a commercial. And so these people's voices started to like, I, I, I started to not be, I started to, to, I started to heed them a little bit. I'm just like, hmm. So-and-so's not stupid, and he keeps saying this stuff. So-and-so's not stupid either, and they're saying this stuff. So-and-so is my client, and they're an incredibly bright individual, and they keep saying these things. And then you start to – I started to just sort of, like, recognize half-truths. And and so I started to question it all, and then once you start to – once you start to question it, it, there's this just gigantic rabbit hole that just is never-ending. 
and and I don't the the thing I really don't appreciate is being uh, you know the the little oh that's you're just angry the sort of you're just angry patting me on the he- uh, patting me on the head like you're just angry like what are you really ang- that's one I've gotten recently on Facebook what are you really angry about Dave like from my former neighbor back in Chicago at the Sherwood like what are you actually angry about and it's so funny because I used to think I used to think the same way about all of these these friends that I'm you know that I've referred to in this episode like oh. You know, Johnny's just angry about his father. That's why he loves Trump. And I'm like, <laughs> and then to have that sort of patronizing attitude directed at you, it just fuels the rage, right? Which means there's harder work to do, which just means there's harder spiritual work to do. There's harder kundalini, there's more kundalini, harder kundalini yoga. There's more kundalini yoga do, there's to do. There's a deeper sinking into the course of miracles so as to discover the divinity that lives within all of us. There is deeper work to do in loving, you know, loving my enemies and turning the other cheek and praying for the praying for the people who I hate on Facebook. That's a good one. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. Just go through go through Facebook, find somebody you fucking hate and pray for them. Just send them all the love and light that you possibly can and you will feel so much better because you will have let a miracle replace your grievance. And it's it's once you have the awareness that you can actually switch it, it kind of bankrupts your anger. It bankrupts everything. The problem is that that we as human beings, I mean, I might go, I might go an entire morning where I'm just like raging in my head about some shit I heard Shapiro talk about, you know, <laughs> which it's like, talk about addicted to anger. If you want to get addicted to anger, listen to that show <laughs> and then start and then again, you'll start to see the patterns. And I have, of course, try to pay attention to the other side, but the other side is so in your face that it's like, it's kind of like everywhere. The other side being the, the side of the, 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 the mainstream, mainstream media. By the way, the fact that I'm talking the way I am, like, ugh, mainstream media, the enemy of the American people. The, the, the fact that I'm talking like this is marginally terrifying to me like I all of a sudden I was one of those pointing their finger at the media people I was not this way like nine months ago maybe maybe a little bit longer than that I was not referring to the leftists I was not you know categorizing um, large groups of people whom I used to identify with and and categorizing them all as whatever you know I was not like this it happened as the result of uh, well, it's the same old story. Like most people, um, I don't know if I'd say nine months ago. It's probably like eighteen months ago. But you would see, and again, there were there were various events that culminated in me just officially not identifying with, um, like I guess for lack of a better way of expressing it, leftist ideologies. It was a very long, drawn out process, and it was incredibly subjective, and nobody really ever cares to hear about it. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, that's an exaggeration, but a lot of, there are many who have absolutely zero interest in hearing how the process went down. Um, and that's incredibly hurtful. That's incredibly alienating. That's incredibly, um, uh, it's, it's very hard to feel valued for paying attention to things in a way that other people haven't, you know, and that's what happens is you start, I just started paying attention to things that 
um, it was sort of suggested for me to pay attention to by people who were cool, you know? And, um, and then if you raise a, a counterpoint to anything that's being, like, pushed, essentially, if you raise any kind of um, counterpoint, uh, particularly on social media, particularly on Facebook, I'm not on Twitter, but particularly on Facebook and social media, you will be attacked. Um, and one of the things I am, I am, abs- I do not attack people on Facebook. I do not suggest that people are stupid on Facebook. I don't even raise um, counter points. I don't. I, I find that even engaging in a discussion will result in being attacked. I certainly used to. I certainly used to make suggestions that people. <laughs> it, was, it was actually. It was actually when I was much more of a leftist that I was much more prone to um, say say mean things, essentially, to say... When I was a a leftist, I was much more prone to say things that were flat-out mean than I am now. And I was much more prone to attack people than I am now. And I was much more prone to suggest that people are fucking stupid for thinking the things that they think than I am now. And... And this is another thing. When I was when I was back in high when I was back in grad school, I mentioned this already. I think I told this story, but I was I was in a cohort of graduate school students that I went to graduate school with, and half the group were like Christians. You know, a couple of them like the hardcore, like you know the 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 horrible homophobic variety. There are two or three in particular, but they kept that shit that that shit was kept to themselves. You know what I mean? Um, but. Uh, for the most part, it wasn't anything that was, you know, advertised. Um, but the, and then the other half of the group were leftists. And the leftists, myself very much included, we were like screwing each other and hedonistic. And I was a, for one, was a total fucking alcoholic drug addict. I'm like smoke snorting Adderall before class and shit. And um, I, I was not living even a, an even remotely virtuous life and we would go out drinking <laughs> we would go out drinking like on friday nights and just the fucking christians is fucking asshole fucking piece of shit fucking you know i i guarantee you <laughs> that the christians in that cohort were not getting together and um bashing the 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 leftists around their bible studies i just don't think that they were um, maybe they were, but I really doubt it. I'm certain that there were private comments spoken to one another about, <laughs> about, or quiet comments spoken to one another about the fate of our souls, about how we'll all be going to hell, about how, um, you know, none of us is going to get a job and all that. I'm sure, I'm certain that that sort of thing happened because I believe that gossip is actually, it's wired into the human nature. Um, if you read the book Sapiens, um, it talks, one of the, one of the theories it proposes is that uh, gossip, the reason that the Homo sapiens survived as opposed to all of the old other Homo species was because of gossip, because they, they developed storytelling abilities and they started to speak about things and people that weren't there, and that was how they survived and beat out like the Cro-Magnons, which is the Cro-Mags or the Cro-Magnons? Cro-Magnons, I think it is. So that's really fascinating. So everybody was talking, but we were... We were complete assholes, and it was all in the name of, it was all in the name of, like, equality for all. It was all in the name of, 
you know, like, we want a better world than you fucking asshole piece of shit motherfucking believers in God, you stupid dumb motherfuckers. You know, that's, that's how, that's kind of how we all, there were several of us that, that um, there were several of us who were, and I, by several, I mean probably close to a dozen, right? And uh, the whole cohort was made up of like 27 people or something. So, you know, looking back, I was a fucking asshole, and and then when you see and then I became spiritually awakened and part of my journey away from the left came as the result of um, working an anonymous program and seeing my part in all of the resentments that I had. So just like how I talk about like grievance report like grievancing grievances replace miracles. Um, I have a part like when I'm pointing my finger and saying them fucking leftists da 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 when I'm pointing my finger over there. I am completely ignoring the three that are pointing back at myself. That's different from responsibly and res- responsibly and respectfully disagreeing. If I'm all caught up in this fueled in anger and I'm ready to fucking punch my sister or whatever, you know, for like her Black Lives Matter sign, like something fucking stupid. That's actually that's my problem, right? Um, but I see anger on I see anger on all sides, and I can tell you I can tell you what when I was getting my weekly nation subscriptions, I was putting my fist through a wall to you know once a week I would not through a wall but into a wall at least once a week back then, and I was a full blown drug addict, and I was just like you know fuck. Israel and I didn't know what was actually going on over there and I, it's not like I'm about to jump in and support Israel right now right but I do know that there's a heck of a lot more nuance going on in that situation than we are privy to as a result of what's reported um, and and I it was like it was like little things like um, having a Jewish friend who didn't appreciate me casually bagging who didn't appreciate Israel casually being bagged on so like I sat next to this really nice Jewish girl in like sociology class when I was like a senior in college and you know I'm just like a fucking kind of just like this fucking dirty hippie fucking punk dude that like didn't give a fuck and I remember just being like fuck Israel and she was like her name was Gretchen I think and she was like deeply offended and she looked at me and said the country of israel is smaller than the state of rhode island and it is surrounded by several um countries that are sworn enemies to it who want to decimate the jewish population and it has a right to defend itself and she said this shit she said this shit with so much conviction that like my punk ass like read an article in the nation when I was fucking hungover and stoned like 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 that that dude had like no response because what she said was just like I was like I would need to take a class or two to debate you on this one and then I also worked with this Jewish guy in a kitchen at Jay's Bistro in Fort Collins I worked with this Jewish guy and um and this was during the Bush administration and I made some kind of punk comment, like, eh, fucking Israel, like, da-da-da. And he was just like, he just said, don't ever talk about my people like that. Like, we were like, we were like on the friendliest terms. He was like, this awesome dude to work at a kitchen with was like always there, like always there for you. He was totally Johnny on the spot. Like, he was just like Mr. Awesome Kitchen Coworker. And I made some kind of, sl- I, I made a slur 
you know, to quote Greg DeMamos or to to uh, presence Greg DeMamos, who who um, presenced to me or who reflected to me rather that I was making I've made slurs on this podcast and there's nothing responsible about using a slur. And so I made kind of a slur and he was just like, don't you ever fucking insult my people. Don't you ever insult my people like that or something to that effect that it was like another one of those like I'm. I'm going to I'm going to just shut up and go make the sauce. You know, let's think that kind of a thing. So my point is I just had this punk ass fucking attitude and was really I was pointing my finger at everything else including everything politically and I was playing the victim and so if you're playing the victim you're going to look out for people who are victims. And um, if you're playing the victim, you're going to find victims everywhere. And so part of my recovery journey had to do with taking personal responsibility for my actions and um, and seeing that I had a part in everything. Like I fucking hate – like cops were the first people on my, my inventory list, right? I hated cops on my moral inventory and fucking – my my guide said, "What are you fucking crazy? <laughs> like, are you are you fucking crazy? If there were no cops, you know, like, are are you insane?" And I actually ran into the cop, the re- one of the police officers that arrested me at an intersection when I was like six months sober. <laughs> he he pulled right up in his in this not his squad car, like a tactical unit, like almost like a Chicago cop tank. And he's just like, "I'm like, hey, dude, you arrested me. Took me to jail." He's like, "I remember you." And, Whatever. He's like, man, your lawyer sure did fuck you that day. And I was like, oh, man, fuck you. Um, so anyway, like I discovered this guy wasn't a bad guy. I don't know. Like he's as he probably roughed some people up. Yes. Were the people he roughed up? It was it likely they were committing a crime. Yeah, it probably was. You know, should he have killed anybody? Of course not. Is it an absolute tragedy regarding what happened to George Floyd? Of course it was. If it was even real, if it was staged by the media to divide us more, which some people believe, and I'm not so quick to dismiss those people anymore. You know, I'm just I'm not quick to dismiss anyone, anything that people say anymore. Like the aliens, there's been these there have been these alien clues in the mainstream media. I I think there was like a little alien blurb in Newsweek or something like aliens are real. (laughs) Aliens are they're slowly leaking out that aliens are real. Right. There's they're dropping alien hints. And this is one of the things like if you follow the sci fi world, the sci fi, um, if, if you watch the Gaia channel, the Gaia channel is really cool because it's not like it's like a spiritual Netflix, G.A.I.A. Gaia dot com. It's like spiritual Netflix. But they also have all this cool like alien shit and like ancient civilizations and like the city of Atlantis and all this cool shit like that and tons of like really cool stories about aliens and so like if aliens are real and they've been lying the whole time about the government and the media has been lying about aliens the whole time and they knew about them the whole time i don't think anybody denies roswell the roswell incident anyway if they then so if they've been lying about this and covering up aliens forever what else are they lying about i don't know if they're capable of covering up aliens, what else are they capable of covering up? Now, these are not, these are not out there. <laughs> this is not like out there stuff to think about. This is like right there stuff to think about. You know, you're not a fucking crackpot for pondering these types of things. Just not at all. And you're not a conspiracy, like you're not a conspiracy theorist for, you know, questioning an experimental vaccine. That doesn't make you a, 
that doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. That makes you like a concerned citizen more than anything, I think. You know, and so now what what I don't appreciate is not being able to raise these concerns in an open forum in which a discussion can happen. And it's all because of like it's all be it. I don't want to say it's all because of, but I attribute a lot of it to the mainstream media. And I have plenty of conversations with people who I disagree with, um, like all over the place. Shane Ritter calls me up, and sometimes we will talk something through, but usually usually we don't talk anything through. Usually we just talk about how Encinitas is, how the waves have been, and I ask how Colorado has been, and like, has he seen Carl <laughs> or whatever, and then... Like, maybe there's, like, this little doorway into something contentious, and then we just don't even go there because it's fucking way cooler to just be friends, you know? <laughs> so, then to fight over something. That being said, um, I don't think that what's currently hap- hap- happening... A little sound, a little glitch in GarageBand. I don't think that what's happening regarding um, the essentially censoring of information on the part of big tech, I don't think that that's... That's not, that's, that's, I find that to be incredibly dangerous. I find it to, um, to, to, I mean, censoring people, what, what you're doing when you're not allowing someone to speak what's on their mind, that's censorship. And most of the things that are on people's mind are not evil, are not hateful. Uh, The things that are on most people's mind are not about, you know, the, the superiority of the the Aryan race. Like the things that are on most people's minds are valid. The things that are on people's minds regarding, um, you know, should a person with a penis be allowed in a woman's bathroom? That's, that's, you're allowed to think that you're allowed to be concerned about that. That is a completely valid concern, you know? And I, I mean, personally, I don't, You've heard me talk about this kind of shit. I personally don't really give a fuck. If I had a daughter, like, I might. <laughs> I just, it might be something that's incredibly visceral that I can't ignore. You know, you can't ignore those visceral feelings. And then if I am not allowed to speak up about that for fear of being branded as something that I'm not, some sort of phobe, that is censoring my spirit. That is cutting off the truth that my spirit seeks to express. And that is what the, the um, that's what my, my gripe is ultimately all about. It's not about the content. It's about the context. Like in last, in last week's episode when I was talking about the woman that was pro-kink, basically. Not just pro-kink. I'm pro-kink. Pro-kink for children. Pro-showing your kids kink. She was pro-showing your kids kink. Like, I guess that's okay if you want to, like, permanently whatever with your children by introducing them to gay kink or any kind of kink for that matter, right, at Pride. I guess maybe because they came out of your body that maybe you have a right to that sort of maybe, I guess. Um, But if someone takes offense to that and you're not willing to consider their point of view, that's that's where we have a problem. And that's where my my uh, my beef with the with the leftists, like grievances replace all miracles, like grievances replace all miracles. That's where my gripe with the leftists comes from. That's one of the the things that is so frustrating. And it's not all leftists. It's not every single fucking leftist. It's not. I have plenty of leftist tendencies. 
give me free health insurance. You know, I haven't taken any of the free money. I, I'm not current on my taxes, so I couldn't get any free money from <laughs> from Biden. I couldn't get my 600 bucks or my 1200 bucks or whatever. I probably could have if I'd have, like, made a couple of extra phone calls, but I, it didn't concern me. Like, you know, there's a part of me that's, like, wants to criticize the people, wants to, like, talk shit about the people that are, like, collecting unemployment, doing nothing, and driving inflation up. And then there's a part of me that's like, ah, fuck, I'd do it. <laughs> like, then one of my unemployed friends who's getting unemployment sits down at the coffee shop with me and it's like, hey, David. I'm like, hey. And we have a great conversation. I'm really glad that they didn't have a job. I'm really glad that they're taking everyone's money. I don't, I really don't give a flying fuck. I, I just, at the end of the day, I don't care that my friend, you know, Matt is getting unemployment. I don't, who could blame him? Who could fucking blame him? You know, so that being said, wear the world like a loose garment. Wear it all like a loose garment. Don't be so fucking serious. When I'm caught up in the seriousness, when you're caught up in the seriousness, you are letting the grievance get in the way of the miracle that it conceals. I'll leave it at that. Have a wonderful night. It's been the Magic Pisces Podcast. Bye. I do.